I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello and welcome to Misconception 8 of the 10 Misconceptions that Limit You Reaching Your Full Potential. I truly hope you're enjoying this series and find benefit from it. Please leave your comments as I would love to hear from you. So let's continue as we explore these misconceptions that may not be serving you so well today. Misconception number eight, you are powerless and a victim of circumstances. It's easy to fall into this trap of thinking that your circumstances are more powerful than you are, when in reality there is nothing, no thing outside yourself that is more powerful than the power within you. This is an important concept for you to internalize. And here's the truth. You are a co-creator with the divine. He is your divine nature, and he gave you dominion over the earth with free will to choose what kind of world you will create for yourself, and we together will create as a whole. And because you have free will and dominion in this world, it's up to you to create your world and us to create our world. God does not interfere unless you ask for help. This is what your sojourns in the physical world are all about. It's like Shakespeare says that all the world is a stage. We enter, play our role, and exit when the drama is over. Now, our role is not scripted, as in a play. We have a specific role and mission, yes, for each lifetime, with the opportunity to learn, grow, and overcome, balance karma, and create good karma. But within that drama, we have choices that lead to various outcomes. If you do not like the conditions in your life or things about yourself, you can change them. We are the only species on the planet that has the power of choice. None others in the animal kingdom have this capability. Rather, they are subject to their nature, no matter how intelligent they are. But not man and woman. We have the power of choice and can choose to be someone or something different than what we currently are. And what we are inside dictates what we have outside. Neville Goddard said, Change your conception of yourself, and you will automatically change the world in which you live. Do not try to change people. They are only messengers telling you who you are. Revalue yourself, and they will confirm the change. Great quote. Let me tell you a story of an experience I had very early in my life that made a huge impact on me. When I was young and establishing my own identity separate from my parents, I was talking to a mentor about how I did not want to be like my mother. Now, don't get me wrong. My mother was a wonderful person. She recently passed on. But she always was a wonderful person, and I loved her very much. But you know how it is. 
You don't like some of the things your parents do, and you declare that when you grow up, you'll not be like that. And then as you begin to grow up, you find yourself doing the exact same things. Well, that's how it was for me at that time, and I was quite emphatic in my declaration. After patiently listening to me for a while, this wiser and more mature man looked at me, held out his right arm with his palm down, and calmly asked, You don't want to be like your mother? No, I answered. And turning his arm so that his palm was up, he calmly said, Then don't be like your mother. Wow, at that moment I was speechless with thoughts racing through my head. Who or what was keeping me from being different than my mother? The answer was, and still is, no one. All I needed to do was make the decision to be who I wanted to be instead of focusing upon and resisting who I did not want to be. At that moment, I learned that whatever I want in my life is what I need to focus on, not what I don't want. That's where I need to use my creative energies because we are creating all the time. Our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, the words we use all create our world. And in reality, there's nothing holding us back from changing in any way that we want to. And we know the law of cause and effect is always working. Remember, the future is what you make it, even as the present is what you made it. If you do not like it, change it. Now, there's an important question to ask yourself. Am I a victim? How would you know if you are? Well, look at your thoughts and your feelings and attitudes. Do you blame others for your situation in life? Your parents? your teachers, the government, your religion, you get the idea. I have another important story for you. When I was a young adult, I had an experience and a revelation about myself that literally changed the course of my life. Again, I don't remember the exact details of the situation, but I clearly remember the lesson. For some reason at that point, I was feeling hurt because of what someone said or did to me, and I was crying. Now, I didn't cry easily, so it was something that deeply hurt me. But while I was crying and feeling sorry for myself, I suddenly found myself looking at myself crying. I instinctively started talking to myself, literally. Nancy, it doesn't matter what he or she said about you or did to you, because I love you. And at the same time, I figuratively held the crying Nancy in my arms close to me and let her know that I loved her and that I always have her back. And as I continued this process, even while I was still crying, it occurred to me that if I kept on with this pattern, I would be a victim the rest of my life. And I did not want that. I then realized that the vulnerable part of me needed the mature me to be there for her. There needed to be congruence between the vulnerable feeling part of me that was like a child and the adult part of me that maneuvered through life's challenging situations. I also recognized that I had the power to heal myself, that what I needed was not acceptance from others, but from myself. I was the parent that the child needed. A number of years later, the first book on healing your inner child came out. 
eventually followed by many others, as it became a very popular concept. I did not know it at the time, but I had already learned this concept and how to work with it and was successfully using it in my life. This has been one of the most powerful processes of any that I have used and still use if I find even the least disconnect between me and my inner child, my emotions. Of course, you're not literally an adult and a child in one big body. You're a whole being. But when what you say, do, feel, and believe are not in complete congruence, there is a disconnect, and it's like a warring in your members. The only solution is to heal the warring with love, compassion, and understanding, and sometimes discipline. It's like an inner child is like a child. Sometimes this run, child might run wild and have all this anger and different things, and sometimes you just have to discipline the child while loving and healing. So if you don't understand why you feel a certain way, then it's time to find out. Talk to yourself and let your emotional being talk back to you. You'll be surprised how effective this process can be and what you can learn about yourself that you may have been ignoring. Do not allow yourself to become a victim. Being in a victim state of mind only brings more opportunities for you to be victimized. It goes back again to accepting responsibility for your life and not blaming others or circumstances for your conditions in life. Give yourself the recognition for a job well done and then you won't be slighted when your boss overlooks recognizing you. Give yourself the love and acceptance that you may not have gotten from your parents and heal that pain or any trauma that you may have experienced. And of course, depending on the situation, you may need help going through this process, which is always recommended when needed. But just remember that ultimately, you need the healing, love, and acceptance from you. So whatever you need, you can give it to yourself. And from that state of wholeness, you will attract into your life a whole different set of circumstances. I love the quote from Pima Chodron. Nothing ever goes away until it teaches us what we need to know. You have a wonderful week and join me next week for the eighth misconception. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. I'm Nancy Showalter, and you've been listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And to follow more of my work, visit me at nancyshowalter.com.